Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 10% Happier early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. From ABC, this is the 10% Happier Podcast. I'm Dan Harris. Hey, hey, it's Friday. Time for our bonus meditation. On the show this week, we've had two very different perspectives on the notion of time, how we experience it, how we think about it, how we use it. In today's meditation, we're going to take another angle on, on time. Joseph Goldstein, who I believe needs no introduction here, but is, I'll give him one anyway, one of the co-founders of the Insight Meditation Society, longtime meditation teacher. I work with him personally, just an outstanding human being, one of the founding teachers on the, on the 10% Happier app as well. Joseph came up with this meditation, will be leading this meditation, and it really dwells on the upside of impermanence. Here we go now with Joseph. One of the paradoxical aspects of growing mindfulness and growing wisdom and growing understanding is that we see the less we cling to, the less attached we are to that which is changing, and particularly to that which is pleasant. The less we're attached to them, the less we cling, actually the more we enjoy them. And so, rather than leading to a kind of grave acuity in our lives, where nothing gives us joy, the very awareness of the impermanence of all these experiences actually can highlight our delight in them, in the moment. As you begin the sitting, sit comfortably in a dignified posture, with the back straight but not stiff. Settle into your body, letting the eyes close gently, and simply sit and know you're sitting. Feeling the body in the sitting posture. And you can settle back into an open, easeful, choiceless awareness whatever arises in the body and mind, moment after moment. It may be sensations in the body, or sounds or thoughts. When the sensation is no longer predominant, again return to the whole body, sit and know you're sitting. At different times, you may hear different sounds. If the sound becomes predominant, in those moments, 
the sound itself becomes the object of mindfulness. Letting the sound come and go in the field of your experience without particularly thinking about what's making the sound or creating a story about it. Again, return to the whole body. Sit and know you're sitting. If at times you find yourself lost in an emotion, it can be helpful to investigate, to reflect on the particular thought or image that might have triggered that emotion, so that you begin to see the more impersonal cause and effect relationship between thought and emotion. And then returning to the awareness of the body sitting, to the awareness of your body breathing. Relaxed, alert. Letting all experiences arise and pass away in the open space of the mind. As we come to the end of the meditation, you can slowly open your eyes, become aware of seeing, as you reconnect with the world around you. This concludes our meditation, and I look forward to practicing with you again. Thank you, Joseph. We'll be back on Monday. We'll be chatting with a really interesting guy, Brother Fop Young, who is a Buddhist monk, and he's going to walk us through one of the foundational Buddhist lists, the Eightfold Path. We'll see you all on Monday for that. If you like 10% Happier, and I hope you do, uh, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. If you travel for work, you know to pack two suits, business and swim. You know with your Delta Sky Miles business Amex card, buying that plane ticket for a business trip can get you closer to medallion status. You know that a meeting in Montana means visiting almost every national park. Yellowstone? Check. Because you're the chief excursion officer. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member. If you travel, you know. 
Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know business. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS's weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Hi. I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Each episode, comedians join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently on The Big Flop, we looked at the reality TV show, The Swan. The problem, this dream opportunity quickly became a viewing nightmare. They were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts.